When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Week in Review with Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio and Steelers.com. Hello, Steelers Nation, and welcome to the Steelers Week in Review, your one-stop shop for all the current news and headlines for your Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm Wesley Euler, host of the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Let's get you up to speed on all the latest for the black and gold. The Steelers are stacking wins as we roll into December with back-to-back road victories in Indianapolis and Atlanta. Mike Tomlin gave his thoughts on where the Steelers stand as they enter the final stretch of the regular season. Like I said after the game, I'm just really happy for the guys. Man, we had an opportunity to stack a victory, and that's something that we hadn't done. Um, and, and so that's a significant step. Hopefully it's a springboard for us as we move forward. Absolutely, we need it to be. The sand's running through the hourglass in terms of us stating the case for ourselves. We recognize that. We've recognized that for some time now. And that's why we've worked with the urgency that we've worked with for some time, just trying to get back into conversations and, and, and find a level of consistency, consistency that produces wins on a consistent basis. Um, you know, two consecutive road wins is significant as well. If you're going to be a, a team in this thing, you got to make venue and game location a non-factor in terms of performance. And so there are a lot of positives to draw from that. We can't wear our hands out, patting ourselves on the back. Um, obviously, we got the Baltimore Ravens coming in this week. We got five or so left. Three of those are divisional games. And so, boy, there's a lot of weight on them. There's a lot of weight on this one. And um, so that's why we're excited about the week of work in front of us from a preparation standpoint. Still staying in line in, in terms of summarizing the game. Um, I thought we did a good job of, of, of taking care of the ball. I think largely we've done a better job of taking care of the ball offensively. I think that allows us to maintain possession of it. It allows us to, you know, control the game from a time of possession standpoint. I think our, our line is doing a good job increasingly so. Uh, with each passing week. Um, but we've talked often about that, um, the, the general improvement, whether it's the offensive line, whether it's, you know, the runners, whether it's Kenny himself individually. I think it's a reasonable thing to expect guys to continually get better with each opportunity, particularly when you're young or you don't have an extended resume as an individual or as a collective. I just think um, the upward swing or the trajectory of where we are is a is one that we expect and one that we expect to continue. Um, provided, obviously, we're positioning them appropriately, we're working in the right areas, and, and we're working hard enough, and that's something that, that I'm responsible for and something that we spend an awful lot of time framing and talking about as we construct uh, quality days. Um, when you're working with a, good group, a young group, you, you oftentimes talk about things in that way. Um, forget Sunday. Uh, we gotta have a quality Wednesday. Um, in an effort to get this train out of the station. And then we'll worry about Thursday when we get to it. And so that's just the mindset in which we've been working. And of course, as he always does on Tuesdays, Mike Tomlin outlined injury concerns and updates for the Steelers ahead of this week before taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Chooks went down in game with a shoulder. 
um, that may affect him at the early portions of the week. He was able to come back in and finish the game. We'll see where those roads lead. And then guys that were carrying bumps and bruises into play who were somehow limited during the course of last week's work but then were able to play, you just don't want to assume that that's behind them. I'm prepared for for them maybe to be affected somewhere at the early portions of the week but not, you know, as we lean in on game time. Guys like TJ, Larry Ogunjobi, guys that kind of were partial participants at a various forms of, of various times last week may be slowed um, as we come together and get this train out of the station. Um, but I don't focus my energies there. I focus my energies on those that are working. Oh, we know it's always hot in the AFC North kitchen, but especially when it's Ravens week. Mike Tomlin talked about the history of this great rivalry and gave a preview of this edition of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, now to Baltimore. Uh, man, we've been in you know, circumstances like this with Baltimore a bunch. Um, it's great for the fans, man. It's great to be a part of. It's humbling to be a part of. It takes two to tango. Um, they're a great dance partner. Um, collectively, man, we've produced some quality moments for football lovers, and it's just cool to be a part of something like that. Um, and But you show your respect for, for, for being a part of something like that with how you prepare um, and position yourself to do the things that you need to do. Um, we're highly familiar with them. They're highly familiar with us. Um, oftentimes it, it comes down to one-score games and weighty moments and and having a certain amount of resolve. I think oftentimes the group that doesn't blink, the group that absorbs negativity or adversity better and is able to move on is oftentimes the group uh, that's positioned to win. Um, I know we'll proceed through our prep week with that understanding, knowing that we're going to make some plays, they're going to make some plays. Um, the history of the series kind of tells us that. Uh, the gravity of the contest within the history of the series usually kind of tell you that it brings out the best in competitors, and it's our job, like I'm sure it's, it's the Ravens' job, to you know put the ball in the hands of competitors and playmakers in those weighty moments, and when it really gets thick, and and try to create a little history. I know, you know, that's how some of these games have unfolded, and so um, it's exciting for the new guy, the young guy, to really get a sense of what this is about. Um, it's my job and the job of guys that's been a part of it to kind of educate them um, because, man, you want you don't want to be figuring it out in stadium. Uh, the intensity level is going gonna, is gonna to be what it's going to be. Um, and so, boy, you got to come prepared for it. You can't warm up to it. Um, defensively, um, they got some changes, in, in particularly from a coordinator standpoint. Wink's no longer there. McDonald is. But, boy, when you turn the tape on, you see Ravens defense and – they got continuity there that kind of is reflective of the 15 years that Harbs has been there. And it, maybe that doesn't necessarily matter who the coordinator is. I just think they got a mode of operation or a business model in terms of how they play. Um, and oftentimes I think that's aided by, you know, looking in-house or people that have experience with, within their system of ball. You know, they've gone from Ryan to Wink and now to McDonald, all of which obviously know what Ravens' defense is about and how they get down and, and are able to produce that. Um, I see that. I see some things that are very much Ravens' D, but I also see some things that are a little bit different, um, and that's to be expected um, when you're dealing with a new coordinator. We spend a lot of time talking about what's different. We kind of know what's the same uh, from a schematic standpoint. They got quality players. I think you can say the same thing about the quality players. No disrespect to, to Humphrey, man. We know Marlon is a, is a grown man, man. Marlon's going to be significant in terms of the outcome of this game. But 
we've been in the stadium with Marlon a bunch. We better be talking about, you know, new guys like Smith at the linebacker level or Pierre Paul and guys like that, man, that are kind of new to the equation and what differences they might bring. Um, so that's where our time is being spent right now as we, as we hone, hone in on a plan. Finally, congratulations to Cam Hayward for being named the Steelers' Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. The award recognizes a player's off-the-field community service as well as his playing excellence. And as Steelers Nation knows, Cam Hayward shines in both areas. This is the fifth time Hayward has been the Steelers' nominee. I'm SNR host Wesley Euler. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Steelers Week in Review. Take care, and I'll talk to you in next week.